Mike muted. Mike muted. Rookie mistake. It's a Monday and I'm a little later than expected at an important lunch. Um, Galimera, Galispera, Galinichta. No matter where in this wild, wacky and sometimes, sometimes wonderful world we may live in. Thank you for making the Highbury squad part of your day. I'll stop talking so we can talk some more about the Arsenal. Let's rock and roll. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. Indeed, good evening, everyone. Hope you have a nice cup of tea handy or even a brew, depending on which part of this crazy world we live in you might be um so you know there's hand solo now it's Soph solo um you've got me this evening uh and uh, we've got some real cracking top five talking points but before i will say squaddies at ease at ease how is your monday let me know how you're doing also let me know what part of the world you're in um Playing around with the times a little bit, I've I've got, when I do the show here, it's noon. So a lot of the times I either have a conference call or a work lunch or something. And it's always a bit of a scrap sometimes. So thinking about doing some later shows, maybe even some earlier shows, you can let me know in the live chat um, what you would like to see. After all, this show is about you, not me. Um, good evening, everyone in... Um, the chat. We got Lynn, we got Tammy, we got Lone Star, we've got Carol here, um, we've got Mark, uh, we have got Dean, Greek Commander is back, Guna Rose is here, PW, Yasu Digan is a Bizola, Naina Gala, Trev's here, uh, everyone's here. Um, if I've missed you, I apologize. No, Cliff's here. Hello, 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 hello. Miami by way of Luton. I like that. QA Guna is here. Lucas Hood is in the house. I'm in Jersey, Channel Island, Soph. Hmm. Might need to speak to you. I'm working on a project right now, and I'm looking at shooting locations, and Jersey is definitely um, up there, by the way. Uh, good evening, Ian, as well. Uh, Guna Works is here. Thanks so much for coming to hang out with me, even when it's Soph solo. Um, that might be, uh, we got some great shows coming up, we've got some great guests coming up and I have promised a Arsenal women's show as well, which is coming except Demian and his big news, which I don't think he's revealed yet. Um, I'm probably playing that up now and he's going to be really angry at me. That's fine. Uh, that's okay. Um, I can make people angry sometimes and hopefully sometimes happy as well. Don't let me digress. Remember when I'm on my own, I can go here, there and everywhere a little bit like a refereed Premier League match. Um, let's say hi, Numanity. I like that. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, GD. Um, hi, Sam. Viju, hello. Got some good, Simon, hello. Dean, hello. I've got some good um, subject matters for you this evening, I think. But first, let me do some of the sensible housekeeping stuff that um, we all enjoy, especially Newman. HS15, don't forget to use your code for the Zenith coin. We're going to have some new bits coming out and an exciting announcement is coming up in the next couple of weeks as well. I'll be giving some of these puppies away around Valentine's Day just because we love you so much. So, uh, yeah, we're going to start giving some stuff out and some additional stuff as well, which I can't really tell you about now. Cairo, good evening. Are you in Cairo? Let me know. Um, anyway. Let's get stuck into it, shall we? Firstly, how was your weekend? I had a good weekend. It was, um, I've been back now, this is my ninth or 10th day. So the jet lag is getting a lot better, right? I've been suffering from terrible jet lag. I'm a bit of an insomniac anyway. Oop, hmm, I thought this was Freestyle Friday. No, it's Monday Madness. Get on with it, Soph. Let me just tell you this real quick. So uh, I'm crazy as well. I, I actually take after my mum. She she would always sleep on the couch and make a Greek coffee at three o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's crazy. Have you guys had a Greek coffee? That shit's going to keep you up forever and ever. 
but they say you end up becoming your parents. So I have, uh, I love like just laying on the couch when I can't sleep and having a Greek coffee. Um, and so I'd see, I don't know where I'm going with this now and I've completely lost, um, my train of thought. Uh, but yeah, so here I am, it's a little bit later. We're going to get stuck into Monday madness, but, uh, I appreciate you showing up and my weekend, basically what I was going to finish telling you about is we watched NFL football and we watched the playoffs, but I also binge watched Griselda. And I don't know if you guys have watched that yet on your old Netflix, but it gets two thumbs up from me. I also binge watched The Offer on Paramount Plus, which I loved. How underrated is that show? It's about the making of The Godfather with Miles Teller and June. I'm having a brain fart from Ted Lasso is in it. It's absolutely brilliant. Love those two shows. If you haven't watched them, go watch them. Uh, Matt is checking in from Chicago. You haven't received your coin either, much like Tammy. That's impossible. Absolutely impossible. Okay. We will reach out to Andrew from Zenith Coins and we... What are you talking about? You haven't received your coin either. Well, this is good. This is good PR, isn't it? Fantastic. Listen, I've... Listen, film industry, crisis communications, I was well in there. Um... Yeah, don't worry about it. Why don't you guys let me know this stuff? Why are you sitting there and like twiddling your thumbs? Come on, what are we, sheep or are we leaders? Right? If you didn't get your coin, you should email me or send me a note and let me know because that upsets me that you don't didn't get your coin. Okay. Um, so you have received a coin. Listen, give me a coin update, thehybridsquad at gmail.com. We're six minutes in, over 100 of you, 100 of you in live chat. Let's get talking football. Mark, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, right. Enough of this. Let's uh, discuss our manager because he's in the news uh, currently. And I can't wait to hear what everyone in our YouTube comment section has to say about this. But I was thinking about this hard when I was like, okay, there's a lot of people talking about the same thing. Um, and of course, we find out that, you know, all of it is nonsense, which most of us actually, um, because most of us actually, you know, didn't believe it to begin with, but you never know, right? You don't quite know what's going on in someone's mind. And when you, you've come from a club and you have history with them, and sometimes they say when your stock is high, strike while the stock is hot and go for it. But I think what's this, what this has shown us, for me anyway, as I was thinking about this, was how Mikel Arteta is now the Don, the new Don of Arsenal. Now, that doesn't mean I think he's done an incredibly brilliant job. I don't, I'm not saying that he should be the next manager for the next, the, the manager for the next 20 years. I'm not saying that he should be fired right now. I'm not saying anything. I'm observing what's happening from a different perspective. And I believe at this juncture, Mikel Arteta is the new Don of the Arsenal. And in true kind of Don fashion in some ways, he's shown loyalty here to the Cronkies and to the club. And you don't get that a lot in football these days. Now, look, I'm not patting him on the back because, you know, Barcelona is a hot mess right now. Actually, it's not a hot mess. It's just a mess right now. But it's still Barcelona. And when someone has ties to Barcelona, and yes, I know about Basque Country and all that stuff and Catalonia guys and where he's from and whatever. We're talking football, not demographics or geographics. We're talking pure. He's a manager of Arsenal Football Club. And this is a move, which is why I have media responsibility, irresponsibility as one of the top five talking points too. He has and now knows that Barcelona want him. If he didn't know, he knows now. And what I th have been saying on this show, again, not necessarily endorsing how we're playing this season or how the process, I think, led to progress last season, and this season, I believe, process is a little bit of a, in a regress phase. Even though we beat Palace, that's one game. Let's see how we go in the next few games. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, I think the two can coexist. I think you can say he's done a really good job. And I think that you as a fan have every right with respect um, to give your opinion and agree or disagree. We all have that 
right. Now, regardless of whether or not you think he's the manager of the now or the manager of the future, his power has just risen greatly. This is why I believe Mikel is the new Don of the Arsenal. Not only has he been carrying an aura about him anyway over the last, I don't know, 16, 17 months, especially. Um, he's commanded a presence. He's infused his methods, some of his wishes, some of the things that are happening at the club. He is an integral part of it now, not only in the manager position, but also as a personality and character at the heartbeat of the club. He's ingrained culture philosophies. He's changed the DNA. He's really been a major part of Arsenal 2.0. Now, whether or not you think Arsenal 2.0 should be at 3.0 now and we should have a Premier League under our belt and another domestic trophy, you know what? I agree. There has to be some ROI this season for me. And we'll get to that at the end of this. But the point of point number one is Mikel is the new Don of Arsenal. He has the power now. Every manager has the power to negotiate. But when you know, I mean, he's been given the keys to the kingdom. He, his stock has risen and his power is now growing. And he is, without doubt, right now, the hottest young manager in football. There might be someone else. Al Carp loves Arteta. Let's get real. He had one good season because everyone else, but I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about performance, Newman. I'm talking about power, right? And there are a lot of managers that haven't performed and have been given the power to continue on and be in that position. And you may think, Tammy, Chief Like Officer, that it's rewarding failure. Um, but there are fans like Stevie that think it's truly set the DNA. Mark says, we are the most patient club for a manager. I think Arteta would be under extreme pressure at Barcelona. Listen, why do you think he's not going, Mark? Why would he leave Arsenal right now and go to Barcelona? He'd be a madman. An absolute madman. Arsenal has stability. Um, it has continuity. It doesn't have a gazillion problems off the field. Okay, financially, there's some issues that we need to resolve. Troy says it's not loyalty, it's job security. Wenger could have left, but in Spain, you get sacked when you don't win silverware. Arsenal, like Mark said, operate differently. Guna Rose says, I'm sitting back and watching the play of Arteta's process with his team for a bit longer. Greek commander says, Mikel's business is unfinished at Arsenal. Also, Barca need a real rebuild and he won't be given five years. Absolutely. Lynn says, Klopp, in her opinion, has health issues. Well, we'll get to him a little bit later. We spoke about him on the last show. Um, Cliff is wondering why on earth you would want him. The club did a great PR move. Is it their PR move or is it Barcelona's PR move? needing to associate them with uh, someone. Listen, uh, there was a – Graham Hunter, um, I think, posted something on the treatment of Xavi, and it's crazy. Why would you want to inherit that? I mean, your job security is, what, zero? They sack managers when they win trebles and doubles and titles and cups. This is why Mikel Arteta is in a power position now. He wins a trophy with the Arsenal. Man City will want him. Barcelona will want him. PSG will want him. The England national team will want him. The Spanish national team will want him. The dude has the potential to become one of the hottest commodities in management. Now, someone might clip this and ridicule or, you know, disagree on YouTube, you guys might say to me, are you crazy? I'm talking about pure power. In my opinion, let me know what you think, if you think he's become the Don, that he has the power. You know, you don't have the... And the power, I think, started a while ago, and it's evolving as time goes. 
And we're seeing that in some of the decision-making. Which players make it, which players don't. Aaron Ramsdale, very popular player with the fans, was part of the change of the culture. Mikel Arteta doesn't have to look over his, his right shoulder or his left. He wanted Raya as his goalkeeper. He's in a power of he's in a position of power to make that happen. And he's also showing courage to make that happen. Whether or not I don't I've never agreed with that decision, but you also can't complain about the performances that Ray has put in recently. Obama Yang, removing him completely. Ozil, removing him completely. These are power moves. This is someone who's showing and illustrating, I'm not a sheep, I'm a leader. Like you guys with your coins. Be a leader. Don't be a sheep. Let me know. But jokes aside, I know for doing what? Okay, this is the part where I want to ask you guys, the second part. The what do you guys want? Okay, what do Arsenal fans want? It's not a stupid question. If you want to win the title, you might not win it right now. And it's not his fault, even though I wasn't a fan at the start, and I think this is a really big year for him. I think mentally, I think this is a massive moment for Mikel Arteta as Arsenal manager. You have to deliver something. Now, we're out of the domestic cups, Champions League, Premier League. But let's say he loses the title by one point. Are you going to sack him? And if you're going to sack him, who are you going to replace him with? Because the number one manager most Arsenal fans now want, the trendy one, is Alonso. And we all know where he's going. So titles, titles, titles within five years. Listen, that is not an unreasonable request. I think it's fair. So as Arsenal fans, we want the title. You're dealing with a culture and a club that is willing to wait to achieve that goal. And they're going to be happy as they have been and as, they've, and as they indicated under the Wenger years, that finishing in the top four and being in the Champions League is exceptionally fruitful for this club. The difference now, the tinkering they've made, is they've added a manager who at first many of us did not believe in. However, he's turned it around and made us competitive again in the Premier League. Now, competitive doesn't mean you're as good as City yet, or you're as good as Liverpool, you're better than Liverpool last season. But let's be honest, over the years, since Klopp has been in the league, we've come second best to them. But we have become competitive again. Now, uh, eventually that has to lead to winning something. You're, you're also against the juggernaut. But there's no excuses. Leicester won against juggernauts. At the time, Blackburn Rovers won against juggernauts. All right, they spent quite a bit of money. But we're competing at the top level again. Isn't that what you all wanted? Yes, tick. Well, now we want to win the title. We've been playing competitively really superly. The year we almost qualified for the Champions League when we were pipped to the post by Tottenham, weren't really in it for the league then. And last season, we challenged for the league. And this season, we're expecting, expected to win it when we know we're, we're inferior to Manchester City and clearly in some ways this season may be inferior to Liverpool, but there is a long, long way to go. So after one season of competing, then challenging in this third year, really, we expect to win it. And I don't think that's an unreasonable request, but we support a club that doesn't think the way many of us do. And that's where the rubber meets the road in this ideology of who should be manager. You know, he's had enough time. He spent enough money. He's not going anywhere. And I think there's something to, when you start embracing things, they're easier to accept and life can go on. And it's really difficult. Change is difficult, but the same is difficult too. But he is now in a position of power. And he's shown it with players, as I said. And now when you have... He liked this. Come on. Mikel liked being associated with Barcelona. Who wouldn't? 
Think about your job and who you work for. You would love it if you were associated with a top job at a different company. It's a compliment. And you know what? Some people may think that he doesn't deserve the reward. He doesn't deserve the new contract. But the world of football disagrees. And Mikel Arteta is definitely here to stay. And he's been backed. You know, we didn't see Jurian Timber yet, but he's been backed. And he's showing some loyalty, this image courtesy of Sky Sports. No plans to leave the Arsenal. And he says he was upset about it. No, he wasn't. Someone with that ego loved it. He loved being associated with that headline. What he doesn't like is that it might be that it's actually going to happen. And he likes that a lot of the Arsenal fans like him. Who doesn't like to be liked? Um, let's read some of your messages. It's not just the results. It's the continued suspect decisions Arteta makes leading to sad... Yes. Well, I'm talking again. No matter what he has done, he's yielded a personality and a charisma at the club that has given him a certain amount of power. Now, football, there's a lot of instant gratification in football. We're not that kind of club. We're not. I loved winning titles, but what I loved the most was having an exciting, explosive, frightening team and style of play. I used to watch our games and see amazing football, not just to see the result. Yeah, but no one likes losing either, do they, Red Eye? I embraced the pragmatic side of our team early on this season. And pragmatism has kind of definitely turned into a little boredom. There's no doubt about that. We were explosive. We were sexy last season. There was a lot of champagne moments. But, you know, the players have to step up as well. I'm saying that on behalf of someone that isn't here uh, this evening. Um, the deadwood that sits on the bench still needs to be moved on and their wages utilised better with a stronger squad to really challenge and achieve bigger trophies. Uh, top four and FA Cups is why we wanted Wenger out. If Yeah, but he was there for how long? Jurgen Klopp was at Liverpool for how long? Is it nine years? Is it nine years? He won one title. And he's being lauded as the second coming. I'm just saying it's not easy and it's not an excuse. But we have a talented enough team to win the league. I really believe that. And even this striker nonsense, last season we got 15 goals from Martinelli, Saka, Odegaard and was it Xhaka? No. Who was the third, fourth person? We were the only team in Europe with four players who had 15 goals. So it's not like this team isn't capable. Every year it's Madrid or Barca in for him, right? It's more like Arsenal play stories to the art. You know, I have said about the PR and I felt like we did a show uh, last week. Um, has the Arsenal become more of a marketing company than um, a football club? <clears throat> I think this is more Barcelona than Arsenal or Mikel's people. <clears throat> Mikel would have sorted the Sancho, Anthony Greenwood and Rashford situation in five minutes. Yes, because he's got the backing to do it. He has a backbone. Emery never got that love. He never got that opportunity. He was never backed like Mikel Arteta. Come at me all that you want. I will continue to say it and sound like the broken record you accuse me of sounding like. But he, he hasn't. And Ten Hag, I mean, as bad as he is and has been, an illustrated kind of, you know, poor decision-making. He got them to two finals last season. Kevin said on this show, we had a better season than Manchester United, but they had a more successful season than us last year. Why? Because they won silverware. Sports is about winning. This isn't secondary, not secondary school. What's the one before that? Junior school or kindergarten? It's not a participation trophy. It's not a sports day for the kids. This is football, big-time football. And it's about winning. And Manchester United got to two finals last year, won a trophy. 
And Ten Hag's inherited a mess over there. So we can be forgiving of Mikel Arteta inheriting a mess and giving him time, but everyone wants to take the, t- take the piss out of Ten Hag. I find that, I find that funny. So does he deserve a new contract? Tell me, what do you think? Mikel Arteta, would you wait until the end of the season? All these online football managers with endless budgets and zero intelligence or zero research before coming out with senseless comments. Well said, Andy. Um, Greek commander, so many fans believe we're entitled to win cups, get a grip. Over our history, we have won the league once or twice in a generation. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but you do want to win trophies. I get that. And I think, you know, the Invincibles has been a blessing and a curse in many ways. Just my humble opinion. Everyone's expectations after that went through the roof. You go unbeaten in a season and you have those kinds of players. Woof. Like we've said, it is hard to stay at the Four Seasons and then have to check into the roadside motel. And man, the downfall in the Premier League has been like that Roadrunner cartoon where that poor little bugger that he's been chasing this whole time, just always. So, yeah, I think sometimes we're snooty. I mean, look, we're not Newcastle fans. They've, you know, we're not Tottenham fans. Of course not. But when you have so much success and you've enjoyed that type of football and you've been competing and you have, like, studs playing in your team. I mean, these these names aren't a joke. Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp. Patrick Vieira, Robert Perez, Sol Campbell, Tony. I mean, these these names, Ian Wright, Tony Adams. History also allows us to have that perspective. But then when it goes year after year after year and the DNA of the club changes, the quality of the player changes, the whole DNA, Shamak, so no-go, is a no-go. Mustafi, not only did it go bad in terms of business and acquisitions and the ability to buy and sell, make profit, it actually became shit to be part of and watch. It was awful. Come on, man, let's be honest. It was awful. I mean, there were the days where you'd go into a game and you'd be like, oh, no. And then you knew, like, 2-0 up after 20 minutes, oof, it's going to be a long day. And if if you are going to give Mikel Arteta anything, even if you despise him, you have to give him the credit that he evolved that culture. You have to be in denial, just damn stubborn and want to be right to not, Admit that one thing. He actually made it fun again. Going to football at the Arsenal is fun again. Now, granted, this season it hasn't been too much fun. It hasn't been as sexy. But last season, you know, you talk about memories and not winning. That was the only thing that didn't happen last season. Because the moments and the memories were unbelievable. And this is why he's being rewarded. This is why he's been given the power to keep going and to do more because they can sniff it. They can smell it. They can see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's what they believe. He believes that too. And I think the players believe it and many fans believe it. And of course, there's a ton of fans that still don't believe it. They think he's been given enough time, enough money, enough players, enough power, enough decision-making and to not deliver is unacceptable. So we're at a crossroads as a club and a fan base again. I just realized I've had this picture up the whole time I've been talking. But better to see, look at Mikel and his X's and O's. Hopefully you guys were able to look at that board long enough to realize what he's trying to do. So do you give him a contract? Enough is enough, says Tammy Steele. Trevor, only two of his seasons have been enjoyable to watch, last season and the season before that. Okay, two seasons. He's been here five-ish. 
Hit the like button if you enjoy what you're listening to. And if you don't, tell me. Remember, I don't have a glass chin. I can take it. Arteta is still committed to his project. I can see him signing an extension. I do think he's overdue to deliver trophies. I wouldn't give him a new deal until the end of the season. And this is why, point number three, if he finishes below Emery and Ange, I, I would think strongly about him being the guy. I do. I don't know if you agree with me or not. Um, putting a lot of your comments up as well. Yep, yep, yep. All that, get the players and everything. Barca and their fan base. What Mikel has, you know, had to go through, all that type of stuff. Club has gone soft, says Andrew. Salim says, you don't reward failure. What has he achieved to deserve a new contract? Well, this is, again, what do you fans want? How do you measure process to progress, which I thought was last year? Now it has to be that next level. I gave you process. I give you progress. Now I want ROI. Show me the money, as Jerry Maguire said. Get through against Porto and come third. I see no progress. Wes Bird, he's definitely put a pride back into supporting the Arsenal and got the players knowing that it's a privilege to play for our club, but it's 100% definitely not the time to give him a new contract. Exactly the timing of the deal is weird. I will, Well, Christopher, also remember, let's not forget, this is the ownership that gave him a new deal when we were rock bottom, I believe at the time, and we were on 0-0-0. Zero, zero, zero. zero points. Zero goal scored. It was a zero zero big fat. <clears throat> Didn't do that very well. well. I tried. You can but try to make sound effects. Sometimes they come off, sometimes they don't. Let's all take a breath and have a sip and think about what I just asked. Would you give him a new contract now? Now. You know how I like to relate stories. Uh, some fans don't deserve their nine to five, just saying. Harsh. Yasu Charlie, Haralambos, Diganis. Why is Xavi being forced out? This is the, the standards. No, it's stupidity. Look what's happened to that club. They won the league last season. He won them the league. He's a legendary player. It's not standards. He showed them the highest standards for his entire career and won them the league. Troy, it's stupidity. It is not standards. Let's see. Um, Dean says no, not now. Christopher says not now. Here to here says here to there says yes, and he got his last extension after. Yes, exactly. I agree with you, Sophie. Wait until the end of the season. Runs with Cal says not now. Pochettino came closer to winning the title than Arteta did. What's that got to do with anything? He's at Chelsea now, and he's going to be given some time. They're, they're starting to click. He got them to a final. What do fans want? He's gotten them to a final. Who'd have thunk it? How garbage Chelsea have been, how in the mud, and they're in a bloody final. Go figure. Doesn't matter how they got there. They're there, and their fans are having that day out. Boy agrees that it's stupidity sacking Javi. Excuse me. Because then it was a one-off season and Madrid are going to go. It doesn't matter. They still won the league. So Leicester's league doesn't count because everyone else had an off season. That's also a little bit disrespectful, Magambo, if I'm being honest. All right. You can only beat who's in front of you. So they won the league. They still had to win all their games. And they did. And they don't care, like, if Real Madrid were in a rebuild. They've got another championship. That's a typical Chelsea thing. Are you surprised? Well, I mean, they've been rubbish. And they got to a final. So, let's see. Okay, enough about Mikel. Let me know if you, um, in, in the YouTube comments as well, what you think. Mikel Arteta, Arteta deserve his contract now. Would you wait? Is it stupid to wait? 
why wait if you like him and you know he's your guy? And does Mikel Arteta, has he become the Don of the Arsenal? Whether you agree or not with him and his managerial stuff, try and look at it from the perspective of what he yields at the club and how he's yielded it. Um, let me know in the YouTube comments as well. Okay, I wanted to get to another quick couple of subjects. I want you guys to get stuck in this subject with me. Um, we've done is Mikel, the new Arsenal Don, contract now or later. Player to have the most impact for the rest of the season. Who do you guys think, the, which player do you guys think will have the most impact for the rest of the season? I There's two sides to how I see this, right? Um, one is from the perspective of who do I want to have the most impact and who do I think will. Now, I don't want you guys telling me Rice and Saliba, right? We know that these two have to stay fit, have to stay healthy. They are the backbone. They're the protection. They're, they're the players that when the team sheet comes together, you're going to be super stoked that they are on it. And it's easy to say them. And it's also easy to say Saka as well. However, for me, I have two or three players who I think is going to need to have the most impact and will have the most impact. Gunaro says Timber. I don't think. You think we're really going to see him before the season is out? I don't know. There's no reason to take. It's a shame that we couldn't see him along with the other signings. Thanks to Gunnables for this image. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Timber, when he returns, I'm talking about now. I'm talking about now. Okay, Saliba Rice. Okay, Wesbird gets the game a little bit. It's not a game. I don't like to play games. I'm a straight shooter. Um, this guy. Kevin De Bruyne came on against who was who was it? It doesn't matter who was against. He came on for 20 minutes and absolutely was it Bournemouth? Can't remember. Destroyed them in 20 minutes. You saw, well, but he's, you know, fans are going to say, oh, yeah, but he's done it before. He's got Pep Guardiola. He's got better players around him. No. If you're a really good player, you shine. Jack Grealish was a superstar in that Aston Villa team. He had crap plays around him, but you could still see his talent. It was the Newcastle game. Thank you. For me, Odegaard needs the mo this moment. I think this is a really big second half of the season for Martin Odegaard. And I'm not saying I want Rice to be captain. I don't, I'm not saying I would sell him, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying any of that. For me, I want this form. I want Martin Odegaard, okay, to deliver this type of form for the rest of the season that got him into the FIFA awards last year that got him recognized as one of the best midfielders in the Premier League, in Europe, in the world. He needs to be big because we need him to be big. In a time where we're playing possession-based football and you need some magic, you really do need the magic more than when you're playing at speed like we were last season. Quick passes, deadly, cutting through, plays moving left, plays moving right. There's absolute organized chaos. You confuse the opposition. The way we're playing this season, you need more precision. You need that intelligence. And Martin Odegaard is going to be so important. And I think he needs to step up. We need to start seeing him big time. We need to see Big Marty. I'm not going to call him Captain O anymore or Odegaard. Marty. Because until he starts playing like Odegaard, he's going to be Marty. You know, the, the non-confident McFly from Back to the Future. 
Odegaard is not that guy, Sophie. He's too one-footed in that costume in the big games when he's pressed hard, especially away from home. Um, Odegaard's stock has gone down. He can't play the defensive attacking role every year. He looks tired. These aren't, I mean, fine. And then this is when it comes back to me, if Kevin was here, would be saying, it. how can it be the players when the manager's the one executing the tactics? It is not by chance, is it, that my other player is Saka. He's got to step up. We need him badly. And stop mollycoddling him. He's not immune to criticism. He is at that level now. There are expectations. You're in Ballon d'Or lists. You are one of the faces of football, let alone the Premier League or Arsenal. The endorsement deals are coming in. You are a superstar in the making. You need to perform on the pitch. I need more from you. And I know that he's probably disappointed with how he's been playing. His numbers will tell you in terms of how many touches in the box he's had, how many forward runs he's made. Some of his stats are okay, but he needs to perform. If Saka continues this form for the rest of the season, we've got no chance, absolutely no chance of winning the league. Runs with Cal says, I'm not convinced we'll see anyone really express themselves. This system, you know what? This is, nah, not Marty. We need party. <laughs> well, we, we talked about him on the last show. He's not going to be ready against Forrest. Looks like, you know, Rice is going to be uh, a last-minute call as well. Odegaard was arguably almost at De Bruyne. Yes, he was. So influential. This is why I asked on the last show um, with Lee when we had the Monday Madness last week, is he stifling the speed? Is he st the speed players? Has Mikel stifled the creativity? Has he taken away they, their paintbrush? And in some ways, I do believe he has. And you've seen the form dip in some players. The result against Palace might tell us different. Maybe he's going to unleash... And maybe he's learned that he doesn't have to play every team like he played Manchester City. Just go out and destroy some teams. Come on, losing to West Ham and Fulham, are you serious? I wish he could have those back. He want, he'd want mulligans on those two games. Mulligans. That's what he want. That's what he would want. Big clubs don't have processes, really. Liverpool don't have a process. Manchester United under Sir Alex Ferguson for years and years had a process. I mean, I'm happy they're in the dumpster right now. Who cares? But they have. Even City have had a process. It's called cheating. Um, a mix, then, of players that need to rise. Uh, Odegaard and Saka, for me, have to get to the level that Saliba and Rice have been playing at. Our problem is not any of our starting 11 has clicked on the same day for one game. Man City, that was beautiful. That was one of the most beautiful games ever. And you're, Crystal Palace are rubbish. We've got to keep doing that over and over again. So for me, those two, let me know what you guys think. Um, who do you think is the most overrated? I've got a couple quick ones for you before we go. Who do you think is the most overrated player at Arsenal currently? And you can't say Havertz. You can't say Havertz. Liverpool in the cup, but we can't score. Everyone has to step up. We were boring. What a boring result, hey? All those goals were so boring. Saka needs White to overlap. Well, White has been a little bit injured as well, hasn't he, PW? No excuses, but... Revert to default, Arteta. Indeed, Arteta needs to revert to last year's tactical blueprint as much as possible. Uh, Wesbert says Saka needs to be substituted when he's not performing. Yes, simples. I agree. Reese Nelson hasn't been given a chance. I mean, look, the drop-off. We still have major drop-offs when it comes to starting 11 versus bench, guys. No doubt about that. Put the handbrake on. Where? Um... Who's the most overrated player? Hit, <clears throat> hit the likes, everyone. Let's do something fun. We could all use a little bit of fun in our lives. Let's get Vinny out in his dicky bow. There you go. Super Kev would love that. Smash the likes. Kiss it, lick it, love it, like it. 
And little Vessi giving us the old Raya, saving a penalty. Yeah, that's right. Well done, Vessi. I missed them when I was away, by the way. Oof, that was hard. Um, yeah, who's your most overrated player? You can't say Havertz. Okay, let's see. Ben White, Jesus and Raya. Ben White regressed too, yeah. Timber, Havertz had a chance to see him overrated. <laughs> Took me a minute. I'm going to hate. I'm going to get hate for saying this. Dean says Saka. Ooh, Saka needs more competition in his place. He knows his... Yeah, a little bit like Wengerism there. You knew you had your spot. You knew that you were in the team. You didn't have to work for it. Here we go. Tammy Zinchenko. Tony Zinchenko. Christopher Zinchenko, Alcarp, Zinchenko, Mark, Ben White, Boy, Jesus, Zinchenko and Ben White can all improve on. Also, Raya, he's wildly overrated. Andrew says Ben White. Lynn says Rice. Oh, my goodness gracious. Gosh. Newman says White. Uh, Martinelli here. Well, well. Saka says Wesbird. Jorginho says Stevie. Enfield. Ben White and Saka. Zenny is overrated too. Here to there. Declan is great, but he isn't best in Europe as many depict. Raya gets way too much credit for the good defense. Danger close says Saka. Joseph, Eddie, Maya, Zinchenko. Mark coming back in. Arteta. James Johnston, great to see you in the chat. We missed you. You have to come back and say hi to everyone. Do some tactical stuff for us. Um, basically, just say we're boring, and then we could talk about other stuff for a little bit. Most overrated Nelson, Sophie. The way people talk about this guy, he's 24 years old. He's not got a further ceiling, but these people online try and tell me he's the second coming of Perez. Fair dues. Someone take the jam out of James Donut today? No, I agree. Fabio Vieira. Fabio? Yeah, I don't. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, Jesus, Zinchenko, and Ben White can all be improved on. Yes, okay, got those. Um, <clears throat> Saka this year, the set piece coach. <laughs> the set piece coach. Overrated? We've scored like how many goals from corners? I have low expectations all in this season, not a fan of the style of play. So maybe. Overrated is Arteta, like Mark said. Saka's way too predictable. I agree with this. Troy says Odegaard, White, Saka, Arteta, and the fan base. Whoa! Zinger. The whole team, says Andrew. Gabriel doesn't score enough. Is he becoming a Bama Yang and Lacazette? Underrated ESR. Those of you who don't know, that's Emil Smith Rowe. <laughs> Enketia, Odegaard, Jorginho. Put the drink down, says Lone Star to Lynn. And he says Nick Ramsdale. Very funny. He would actually laugh at that. I think that was hilarious. Win the dog. Woof. We're really getting there now. I had a picture of Win. Deleted it. Didn't think I was going to need it again. Albert. Lovely to see you in the chat as well. Ah, okay. So shall I share mine? Seeing as it is, I think he won the poll. And look, I didn't change the banner. Most overrated Arsenal player. Where's that Zinchenko? Can't draw Arsenal. Jacob, thank you for letting us use your image. Poorly drawn. Don't forget, he's illustrated Dave Seeger's new book, The Double Double Invincible Bubble. Go get it. Check Dave Seeger. Guna Dave 66 on the Twitter sphere. Where's Karate Zinchenko gone? Where has he gone? When was this moment? It seems like last season. Odegaard is always MIA. He looks like Tintin. Uh, we wasn't saying that last season. No, you see, we're fickle. What do fans want? That is why I asked the question at the beginning. Nick Ramsdale's a legend. I agree. Sophie, the most level-headed Arsenal YouTuber. Do you think so? Some people disagree with you. Uh, yeah, that dog is rubbish. Uh, win out Vinny in. Yes. Honestly, Vinny and Vespa would be the dog's bees at training. Woof, they want to sprint, huh? They want to do sprints. Let's see if they can keep up with Vinny and Vespa. Hmm? Naught to 10 in fast is what I'm saying. 
Yes. Zinchenko for me. And maybe the word I should be using is underperformed. Is he overrated? Like someone just said. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so fickle. Ah, oh, 50 minutes and then you just say one thing and all your credibility goes out the window. Nah. Listen, maybe he's inconsistent. Maybe he's underperforming. Maybe I shouldn't have said he's overrated. But this season, maybe he has been. Who's been my most underrated player? Gabriel. I don't think he gets enough respect. XL Gabriel, by the way. I think he's come into his own. And I believe he's just as important as Saliba. That duo now has become fundamental to our survival in this top four race. Sorry, did I say that out loud? I meant championship challenge. Something's weird with my seat today too. I feel crooked. Um, Zinchenko suits certain games and Tommy others. Yeah, same with maybe Gabriel Jesus and another striker. Martinelli and Odegaard. Midfield, well, is as it is. Love Gabby. Zinni was always an attacking midfielder. Yeah, here we go with the clever clevers, you know. Just play players in their best positions and win the football match. It's not that complicated. Most underrated is Gabriel Rea. The Rea hate is a joke. Yeah, he's been good. And I always said, listen, if he does good, I'm happy because the Arsenal do good. Have I warmed to him yet? Eh, not really. Doesn't really have much of a personality, does he? Don't come at me. I'm not being mean. I'm not being cruel. I'm just being honest. Doesn't have that type of personality. I don't believe I will be. My calendar is up and down. Tell you more about that another time. Maybe in Vinny Invest, but yes, Tempo. Let me tell you, they could play the flanks. Woo! May? Just saying. Vespa's actually really good at football. I'm not joking. Jokes aside, she's really good. She keeps the she takes the ball off me. It's very good. Odegaard is the most underrated. We suffer big time without him. Yeah, this is why he's got to be big for us, Stevie. Timber was in Chenko's replacement, but Zinni, yeah. Ooh, maybe. How are you going to, with who? Whom? Gabriel, definitely 100 doesn't get the respect. Yes, 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 yes. Indeed. Um, okay. Last point this evening. Let's see. We've done um, we've done everything. We've done Mikel, the new Arsenal Don. Would Arteta deserve a new contract? You're going to let me know if you haven't been listening live. And to those listening on replay, thanks so much. And on our audio platforms. We've had a real problem with our iTunes. But you can get our audio um, downloads on Spotify right now and Acast. And we're trying to resolve the issue with iTunes. Um, and hopefully that will be soonest. Uh, let's see, which Arsenal player will have the biggest second half of the season? Who's the most overrated? And let's talk about the media real quick. Something which I am a part of, yes, and have been really my entire career, whether I was a publicist in the film industry, in marketing, or doing what I'm doing now. However, this whole thing, um, you know, regardless of whether or not I think that Mikel Arteta likes the fact that he's been associated with the Barcelona job, who wouldn't? It's good for your ego. Um, the media are just rubbish. What is happening? Has Ray been allowed to have personality, Sophie? Gets clean sheets and has great games. When... Yeah. Yet people moan because he's not Ramsdale. No, he's just not resonated with me. Ramsdale showed his personality early on. Some people have personality. Some people don't. I just think Ray is more of a serious guy. Doesn't mean he's less of a person. Um, yeah, when I see... Comments that catch my eye. I've got to stop my train of thought. And then I'm an old lady now, so I'm probably going to forget what I was talking about. Um, squaddies, caress or smash the like button. Big up, Solo Soph. Han Solo and Soph Solo. There's a show for the future. Um, Albert and James, why don't you just come on the show together and then we could resolve that issue. Um, right. Mikel is a master politician. Must give him that. Uh, loving your solo Sophie with a hot cup of tea. Lovely. Are you dunking a biscuit in that? If so, what is your biscuit of choice? Um, yeah, the media. Gone crazy, going crazy. You know what? Maybe we're going to do a whole other show on that, and I'm going to get a couple people on to discuss with me because I'd like 
to look at the print side of things and online. And there's a lot of stuff that goes on. This whole clickbait. I mean, even I was accused the other day of like clickbaity title. I'm like, me? Clickbait? I don't even like fishing. I like fish. No pork on my fork, strictly fish on my dish. But I didn't think I was a clickbaiter. And then I was like, mm, maybe I just need to like re-examine myself because I'm in that zone right now. Re-examination. Trying to be open to things more than you thought you were. Just when you think you're an open person, maybe you're not. So, you know, you look in the mirror and you ask yourself, do I create clickbaity titles? I don't know. I didn't think so. But the point is, is that someone could plant a story and actually ruin someone's life in a lot of ways. Now, some of you may think that's totally melodramatic, and I'm not saying that the headline ruined Mikel's life. All I'm saying is that his wife could have got upset with him. What are you talking about? They may have had a conversation about this, and all of a sudden it's in the media, and then she's like, well, what's this about? Remember, let's just pretend this is role play and we're in acting school. I'm not saying that actually happened. So don't get me in trouble. Giving you an example of media responsibility versus the irresponsibility that is going on in mainstream media. It's not YouTubers, just. We're talking about institutional media and there's a big microscope, microscope under them. And maybe we'll tackle that in another show, all right? Maybe we'll get Tom Canton will be a good one to do that show with. Uh, more likes for Sophie, please, people. Thank you. Um, boring custard creams. Custard creams aren't boring. Uh, Kev will be back soon. Yes, he will be back soon. Um, I think I'm more Chewbacca. What's going on now? We're talking about Star Wars. Right. Uh, Ramsdale has the lead, has leader qualities that Ray doesn't have. Yeah. Maybe raise a sheep. Ramsdale more of a lion. Just keep talking. I'll get myself into trouble eventually. Um, listen, kids. Also, I had this, oh, I had a graphic I didn't use. Not mine, it's Opta's. But this is the highest points per game average, 50 plus games. Look at that. Mikel Arteta's on that list. Hmm. And this one from Squawker. What are the three trophies? Charity Shield, FA Cup. What am I missing? They don't count the, the cup in, in the United States, do they? Maybe I'm having a major league brain fart. Did I win? Did we win the Champions League while I wasn't looking? Breaking Miguel's wife. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Spirit. All of it. Good spirits. Two charity shields. Ah, forgot. God, we like winning that too. Yes, I agree, Matt. I'm going to get Tom on that. I'm going to get Tom on that episode. Listen, I hope you've enjoyed the top five talking points this Monday madness. Is Mikel Arteta the new Arsenal Don? Let me know what you think. Would and do you think, well, actually, do you think Arteta deserves a new contract before the end of the season? What if he finished below Emery and Ange? Would that be a grandiose failure? And would he even deserve a new contract? Which Arsenal player will have the biggest second half of the season? All right, let me know. Who do you think is the most overrated player currently? And next time, we're going to invite Tom on to talk about media responsibility, breaking stories, breaking news, and maybe Tom will let me know if he thinks my headlines are clickbaity. Um, and thanks to you guys for hanging out with me this Monday Madness. Do hit the like button on the way out. It just takes a second, and it helps the show, apparently. I'm really not good at technology and digital stuff, but they tell me that it does. So hit it, nut it, like it, lick it, love it. Do what you want to it. Just don't do it twice. Okay. Um, and I'll be back on Wednesday with a very special guest. He was at the Emirates last weekend showing off his art. And uh, Del Llewellyn is going to be here. We're going to look at his new Declan Rice stuff. And he's going to talk to us about being at the game. And we're going to have a good old Arsenal chat with him. So look out for a live show on Wednesday with Super Del. Uh, can't wait for that. He's an epic human. Um, go check him out as well online. He is a talented gooner. And if you missed our show with him, um, just Google, um, just uh, search for Del in the search button. Where else are you going to search for it, really, if you want to find it? And uh, you'll find him right there. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, love you lots. Like vodka shots. Uh, I will see you on Wednesday. Until then, be safe. 
And don't forget, as Super Kev says, tell your loved ones you love them. All right? And I love you. Good night. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. <laughs>